Sometimes Rochelle and I will observe other couples, whether they're married people, especially married people. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, oh, I wouldn't have said that if I were him. Okay. <laughs> and we see these people in a store and they're talking. And I said, uh, boy, that's a little manipulative, don't you think? And she says, well, we wives are always manipulating you to do what we want. <laughs> that's like that line from the Big Fat Greek Wedding. Uh-huh. The man is the head, but the woman is the neck. That's right. She could turn the head. Turn the head any way we want to. (laughs) So I said, "Well, you are a manipulator." And then you went, "Oh, that's not nice." I said, "Well, I'm giving you a hard time a little bit, but you certainly are one to subtly drop hints." (laughs) And it's fine because when I stop and think about it, I know I've said this many times: men are idiots, (laughs) and much of the time, myself included. Sure. So you will subtly do things that I... So the other day, you're cleaning the uh, kitchen countertop. Yes, as I'm always cleaning the kitchen We have white quartz countertops, so they're very difficult to keep clean. They're very pretty, but yes, they're just... You can see everything. But the quartz gives it that sheen, so it's kind of a slippery top, uh, shiny, and it's white. So again, any little crumb, any little piece of bread, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got to be very careful. Got to clean up after yourself. And of course, Rick the cat doesn't help the situation at all because when we're not home, even though he gets... Stop it. Yeah. When we're not home, he jumps up there. I know he does because you can see a little piece of hair. Right. And occasionally paw prints. Right. Well, we on the our, stove. Our stove is a black, so you can see his white fur on there. And then if I go too long and there's just a little bit of dust, you can see paw prints. And then why are you walking in the stove? Apparently, male cats are morons, just like humans. Yeah. Uh, males are mm-hmm. because why would he walk on the stove? I mm-hmm. mean, I understand that he doesn't. Uh, well, all he has to do is burn his paws once, and he'll come to learn. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the reason it. I bring all of this up is you're cleaning the countertop after dinner, and uh, and I was having a little additional snack, extra piece of pizza, and I got the box of pizza open and I'm uh-huh. just eating the pizza cold. Yes. And of course, immediately there's crumbs everywhere just after you've cleaned. Now, I got to I had no, I wasn't aware of this. I had no conception that this is what's happening. Yeah. And then you just kind of look, look up and down, look up and down. And I, then it clicked in my head. I went, oh, okay. That was the look <laughs> that means you're making a mess almost immediately after I cleaned the last mess. And I find that that happens especially in the kitchen a lot because you tend to, I, I am someone who has to have a plate. I have to sit down. That's how I eat. You'll just stand up, lean up against the counter and and eat. So there's crumbs on the floor. It's on the counter and we don't have a dog to clean up. And you told me once and this stuck in my head, you can tell how clean a house is by how clean their counter is. And because our counter is white and because you're constantly standing up and eating, there's crumbs everywhere. So I, in the back of my head, I'm like, he must think this house is disgusting because there's crumbs everywhere and it's not my fault, it's your fault. No, no, I don't think that at all. It's just that when I lived alone, I knew that it was very difficult to keep the kitchen counter clean because you get the most food activity going on there. And I often, as I said, when I eat at the counter, I wouldn't even bother and sit down because I was always busy. So there's a lot of crumbs, a lot of sticky, Uh you know, you make one thing that's got oil, you got you that whole kind wipe of it. right. So if you're not on top of it, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Same deal in the bathroom. The bathroom countertop is always very dirty with soap scum and and God knows what else. You matter of fact, you left me uh, the floss <laughs> on the faucet on top of the faucet. <laughs> And this was a don't tell me you can't find it in the medicine cabinet. Uh-huh. Here it is right here. You do the same thing with socks. Always go, you know, I, I need to wear socks today. I can't find it. And then, of course, there they, they are. You put them on top appear. of my shoes. Yes. So there, you do. You manipulate with these subtle little hints. <laughs> Neck and w- turning happy, the head. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life, though. Right? You're going to throw that at me, really? <laughs> We're going to do that cliche. <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, also on 99.7 FM, South Jersey, Atlantic City. Real easy to listen right there on the Boss app. You can do it at 1071theboss.com as well. Hello, good morning, America. Welcome to Finally Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I know it's a short work week for just about everybody, us included, or a no work week for Nolan. (laughs) But still, thank God it's Friday, July the 8th, 2022. We got a lot to do today. Tickets for you in minutes. Go see Foreigner, Hard Rock, Hotel and Casino. We'll have passes to go see Elton John. Last chance to win these. MetLife Stadium. Show is coming up just a few days, July 24th. We'll talk to rock legend Graham Nash on the Celebrity Hotline. He's got a show coming up on the Basie and a brand new album. Not only was he, uh, well, he's been a solo artist. He was in mm-hmm. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. He was in the Hollies. Right. He worked with uh, Elton John, as a matter of fact, early on. Elton played piano on some of the songs the Hollies did in the late oh. 60s. So we got a lot to talk about, a lot of music history with Graham Nash this morning. Very cool. That should be fun. We'll do the freak out at 8 o'clock to officially kick off the weekend, of course. This is something special. Usually it's dumb crook news on Friday. Mm-hmm. Now, last week in honor of the 4th, we did dumb politician news. Right. This week we're going to do dummies with fireworks. <laughs> Believe it or not, there are a ton of stories about yes. people. Now I don't. This is not going to be the guy blowing off his thumb or anything like that. These are just dumb 
Star- oh, we do have some stories like that. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Show, like, I'm guessing we do have some stories <laughs> like that. He said, said. at 7.50 and hashtag mom. so a busy morning. I know yesterday I was mentioning that I see uh, Nick come up, Nor'easter Nick's forecast in my feed all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's frustrating on Facebook. I have almost 5,000 friends. Now, I don't say that to be braggadocious. Braggadocious? Is that a word? Yeah, but uh, I would think that I would see more people, a greater variety of people pop up on my Facebook there. Right. But I only see the same couple of people, and Nick happens to be... One of those people. I got our, our friend uh, Dave Stewart. I see pictures he takes of the city. Sure. I got another friend, uh, Frank, I used to work with. He's retired now. Mm-hmm. And all, all he posts is how he's going out to dinner and enjoying his retirement. <laughs> like I see, the, I got another friend, Tony, lives in South Carolina. He's on the beach every day. Yeah. I got these same three people over and over. On the other hand, sometimes you and I will be having a conversation. Like I mentioned, in a few weeks, I'm going to have lunch with uh, a high school buddy of mine. Yeah. And son of a gun, if his profile didn't come up suggested on Facebook. So I think your phone listens to you. But I, the whole Facebook album algorithm is weird and i bring this up because there was a story this week that the tiktok is closing in it is now the third most used social media overall mm. it's ahead of twitter it's ahead of instagram interesting uh youtube comes in number two facebook is number one by a mile but they are just ever so slowly but surely losing ground to the tiktok machine and i think it's because the facebook just doesn't let you see all the people you know what i mean because you well, don't catch you up with people you can see all of the people you have to go through your settings and get that all set up but the people that you're seeing are the ones that you most interact with so i can't it- even figure out how to set up my profile like it won't let me say what <laughs> town i live in i can't figure that out never mind going to <laughs> well don't get on tiktok then because that's very confusing reset my algorithms but the, the reason it does that is because you have interacted with those people i have so not interacted with those people you haven't liked any of their posts you haven't clicked on the picture that's that's inter- I, mean, like, I guess at some point sure it, but even some of the algorithms work if you if you look at the picture for more than a minute then it, the algorithm works as that you want to see that first because but I don't want to see that first how the, how in the click on who picture. does that algorithm think it is <laughs> who died and made it boss that that's it knows it knows what I want to see well it doesn't work at all that's the thing it's ridiculous it does work because those are the people that you've been in inter- if you want to see someone else all you I'm interacting do- with them the most because they're the ones that come up well, all the time all you have to do is type in another name or go through your friend list and click on that friend and that profile will start to be shown more. So is this a way to beat the system is just to randomly go through your friend list and click on people's pages to try and get you some variety do, going? Yeah, you can do that. So that's a way to fake it but out? But then you're going to start seeing people, because you have 5,000 friends and most of which you don't know or care about, you're going to start to see people who you don't you don't care what they're doing. So it's not your friend that comes up. It's not the people you work with. It's not Nick. It's just random people. I don't understand. And I'm not being funny here. I don't understand why. The whole purpose of social media, to me, is that you're supposed to catch up with people. It's an opportunity to let people know what you're doing, to share ideas, right? See uh, photos of their family if it's an old friend of yours. Why would it not just be... Here is the most recent thing that was posted, uh-huh. and it's all people that you're friends with. Yes. And then so and so on down the list. So if you got 5,000 friends, it's just an order of somebody who posted. You can do that, but how you, have do you, to, do that? you have to go through your settings. I don't know how to do that. Mo- can you show me how to do I that? I can show you how to so do that. So there is a way to do that. There is a way to do that, but it, the more you go on, you're going to get another algorithm going because you're going to see those 5,000 people and still only interact because you only care about maybe 20 of them. I mean, I, I, I never know when anybody's going to post. If someone I don't really know posts something funny, that's fine right but if you if you like that post it'll start to come up more but i just mean i want to see them every day that's what an algorithm is how do i turn this thing off you can't why not because that's not because if you enter like if you interact with i'm sorry hal i can't do that hal (laughs) i mean is that not what this seems like no i mean you can keep going back and hitting most recent but if you like nick's post yeah they're gonna come up for you on the top because i love nick nick is our friend nick is on our show i just don't necessarily need to see everything he posts before anybody else. You know what I mean? There's, Like I said, I got 4,000, 5,000 other here's people. here's the thing. If you have 5,000 friends, you will never see his post because you have to go through 4,999 before you see Nick's post. That So that gives you the algorithm. And, and the TikTok thing works the same way? So if the, I decide to give up Facebook and TikTok spend my time thing, over there? No, the TikTok thing... Show yeah yes it does it'll show you videos that you interact with but then they have a it's called a for you page and then it just shows you a bunch of random people things kind of like Twitter because they are influencers or they have a million likes on this those will come up for you more so then you're just seeing random things that you don't really care you know about. I say I, I love you but you say, you're kind of a know it all you know what I mean I'm not a know yes you are because this I need is help part of my job I'm to frustrated do this stuff. and you're just uh, you're just giving me the Mark Zuckerberg talking points okay. <laughs> 
you could change your algorithms. Like right. we, when you and I first started dating, there were a lot more bikini posts because you were liking those more. Now you don't get would, those because you know you're I would never have liked the bikini posts like a No, creep. but you'd stop and look at it for a little while and then maybe go back and search the person so then they'd start coming up more so you'd see those. So if you want to start seeing those more, which I don't advise doing, all you have to do is go and search I just want out. to see all of all of my friends and I feel like I've seen the same six or seven people over and over again. <laughs> and it's a vicious cycle because they keep coming up and I keep seeing them and then Facebook <laughs> Think, how do I get to turn Start this off? This artificial intelligence stuff, it's just terrible. Search for your other 5,000 friends that you have. I can't think have. of a single person who I want to see. Exactly. There you go. There's your answer. I like looking at my own page. <laughs> just look at your own page and be happy. <laughs> how come I don't come up for myself? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Oh, wow. How you doing? Oh, my God. It's me. This is presented by Monmouth Park. They got their big uh, oldie show, classic car show, going on all day tomorrow. MonmouthPark.com for info. Hey, no CBB, like a Friday CBB, heading off into the weekend again. Feels like it was just the weekend because it was just the weekend. Mm-hmm. But here we go with another big weekend. Thank you for sending these into us anytime. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com on our Facebook. You can always text them to us too. You got a little link you want to send along, that's 774-4444, especially if it's a charity event, a community event, something to help a local organization. We share them all right here on the CBUB, the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Jenks Boardwalk Movies on the Beach, happening Tuesday nights right through August in the beach in front of the aquarium. Bring a blanket or chair. This week's movie is The Lion King. Do we know if this is the live action or the animated? I bet it's the animated. The the OG. OG? Yes. Jenkinsons.com for a full list of weekly movies. You can stop over at the sweet shop. And trust me oh. on this, you have creamsicle fudge. So good. Best fudge I've ever had. So good. Honest to God. <laughs> they haven't asked us to plug them. This has nothing to do with the movies. <laughs> it's just that good that I felt the need to mention it, it's okay? very good. Atlantic City Airshield Thunder Over the Boardwalk is happening Wednesday, August 24th at 11. See the USAF Thunderbirds, the USN Rhino demo team from the beachfront or the boardwalk. Airshow.acchamber.com for the info on that one. And here comes the 2022 Middlesex Fair. 1071 The Boss, the Boss Roadies will be there. It happens August first through the seventh cranberry road east brunswick enjoy rides food fireworks middlesex county fair on facebook for all the details you can see where the boss roadies are going to be on tour just click station events or community events 1071theboss.com there's a couple of things we thought you yes you needed to know this morning people ask us a lot of the time we see the kids on your facebook or you talk about them and then it seems like where are they Mm-hmm. And they don't spend all of their time with us. They spend, uh, you know, half their time with it. Well, maybe a little. It's not exactly it's 50-50. Compli- it's but complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. Yes. But they, they split time between us and, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> so they're coming and they're staying with us for a few weeks for summer vacation. Yes. And as a so part excited. of that, we got to put together their room. Now, we have a room mm-hmm. and we, we have all their stuff in the room. Yes. But they haven't come uh, to the house we got a couple of months ago in Old Bridge. Right. Uh, and by the way, the pool is not open every single day. No, because that's not. another thing. People, we I must have complained about that enough that because I said our pool wasn't open for Memorial Day like it was supposed to be. Right. And I complained about it just about every day. And people now have been asking me, "Is it open?" And I said mm-hmm. it was. Well, now it's not open every it's not day. Not open every day. It's open from like one to three on random days. So it's here we ridiculous. are, halfway through the summer. I've never been to the pool. Yeah, it's really it's it stinks. Kind of frustrating. <laughs> but anyhow, the kids are coming, and I know they're going to want to spend time by the pool. And we got to get their room together because all the stuff is there. It's just in a big pile. It's a mess. Right. Right. Kind of right. like the plop room, you know, and you close the door, forget <laughs> everything's in there. And one of the things we need to do is put together their bunk bed, mm-hmm. which we had uh, when we were working at the last place right. out in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I had helped you put that bed together. You did. And I ended up severely injuring my arm. Okay. I don't know if I would say severely injuring. Okay. You, it, you was, got it was. A, you got a boo boo. It wasn't a. It was you the worst bruise I have ever had. You got a. You got a. What and, happened? And you get was... to be elderly like myself. You start worrying about <laughs> blood clots happening because of a bruise that's severe. Okay. It was not. Okay. I will grant you. You had a bruise. It was a huge welt. Was it not? You banged your arm on the metal. I don't even know how I did it. I don't know. I was asking you to hold the rod because I put it together without really reading the directions, which I won't do this time. (laughs) Okay, Tim the Tool Man. Well, I had done it before. It was the second time I was putting it together. And I put the bottom bunk together before I put the top bunk, which was a mistake. You should right. do the top one first. And right. I, that's what we will do when we do it. <laughs> the but rules I, of bunk bed I building. I needed your help because you're taller than I am and I couldn't hold it in or, and then use a screw. Yeah. So somehow we ended up dropping part of it and it hit you in the arm. Is that what it was? Yes. And, and it came down on your arm and I will grant you it was... 
It was bad. It was a bruise, but it I was, mean, this wasn't just like a little black a and blue. It turned green. It you turned didn't purple. Break your arm. Yellow. I did not break my arm, but again, <laughs> I was worried because it was such a huge and nasty welt that I could get blood clots because of it. Okay, and then then it could turn into an aneurysm and kill me. That's when I was, or or worse, I have a I have a stroke or something yes. horrendous. You that know? was certainly one of the longest weeks of my life with you googling that you were going to die. You couldn't. Well, go that to really bed. It hurt. It was sore. It's a bruise. So we need to. <laughs> We need to spend some time this week and get in the yes. room ready because they're coming next week. We do. So we're going to have to get the bed together. Mm-hmm. And then you lay this on me. Yes. I knew you went to the grocery store. Turns out you also made a little stop at the home store <laughs> and picked out a new bureau or something or a bookcase. And now you're expecting me. And listen, I have, uh, this is why I was injured. I, I'll admit I have, I'm not handy. No. I have no business, you are no not skill handy. whatsoever. No, you don't. <laughs> I'll just say, I, I feel like don't. if ever I do accomplish anything in in a realm of, uh, you know, home decor, home Yes. Uh, what do they call it? DIY. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell to call it. It's by pure luck and happenstance yeah. that I'm able to do anything, you know? Well, you're really good at being the strong guy and being the tall guy. Yeah, I can so lift that's... and pick something up. Sure. <laughs> you're like the guy. I lift things up and put them down. But you're giving you... me a bunch of shells with a bunch of screws I... and knobs. Listen, I don't know how to do that. I don't need you to do anything other than help me probably hold it. And then once it's together. I screwed that it. up because I almost had, a, had a heart, <laughs> an aneurysm building this bunk bed a couple of years ago. You did not have an aneurysm. You got a bruise. And that's what my. And thank God, by the way. Uh, yes. But I think you'll be fine. It shouldn't be that difficult. We will read the directions before we start. I don't need you to do any manual labor. Just maybe This is all horseshit, and you know it. <laughs> it is not going to be easy. It is going to be difficult. I guarantee you we're going to bicker with each other, and I'm probably going to end up injuring myself to some degree or another. Maybe we could just ask Dusan to do it. He seems like he'd be really good at doing stuff like uh, see, that. See, I don't get that impression. I love the guy, but I don't get that impression from him at all. Not even a little bit. What gives you the impression that he'd be handy? I don't know. I'm thinking of all the people that work here. Nobody comes to mind as handy. Maybe, maybe we could get one of the uh, engineers. I mean, I've done that before. Yeah. Because those guys know how to build stuff and mm-hmm. fix everything. So, uh, like, a, a number of years ago, I had a, when I was still living alone, I gave the guy a couple of gift cards to go to Subway, and he, he <laughs> built all my uh, all my furniture for me. It took him, like, 20 minutes. I'm sitting there like an idiot for a half an hour going, like, which is the Phillips head, you know? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, sometimes I, you got to pay a guy. Sometimes you got to pay a guy. I think we can do this though. We've done the bed before, so we can do that. These are all lies. <laughs> These are. This is not true. <laughs> well, I don't want to pay somebody, so I'm not paying anybody. We're doing it ourselves. Yeah, but I love your positive attitude. But that don't make it true, okay? If, if you buy it from from the home store and it's not from a furniture store, we can put it together ourselves. There are instructions. They come in English. We can read. We can do this. You're like the priest at the hospital trying to make the guy feel better. It's like they're gonna they're gonna juice you right now. There's the, there's no there's no good news here. The worst here. thing that's gonna happen. The is governor is not gonna call. The worst thing that'll happen is you'll get another bruise. Other. Than oh, that. terrific! Great. They'd be wheeling me in here to do the show. <laughs> it's a weekend tradition. We scour the police blotters from sea to shining sea for a little something we call dumb crook news. But we're not doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. the idea usually is, uh, you know, if you've had a rough week, you're just dying for the weekend. Yeah. At least you're not in jail. At least you don't have charges brought against you by the Commonwealth. Right. <laughs> Hopefully. But this week, there were just so many stories I thought we had to do. Instead of dumb crooks, dumb fireworks news. <laughs> we wrap up the big Independence Day week. We have stories trending about people who got in a little trouble one way or another with fireworks. Maybe, maybe we'll have a story, too, about someone blowing off their finger. I certainly hope not. Yeah. Dateline to Albuquerque, New Mexico, a bunch of Buddhist monks at a monastery there. <laughs> Would that be a monastery? Were cited last week for setting off illegal fireworks. Whoops. <laughs> I guess these are not only dumb fire, these are dumb crooks with fireworks. That's right. Also, who are Buddhist monks. Yes. Does that mean they're silent? Take a vow of silence? You have the right uh... to remain silent. <laughs> I don't know. Well, when they were brought into uh, custody, they didn't tell the truth. They tried to get out of it. We have a uh, police audio of this. We rolled up. We had complaints from the neighbors that you guys were lighting no, home we candles. Did not. We did not. My mom, he don't have the TV. He don't, you know, listen the radio and TV, nothing. He really don't know nothing. Well, I guess they're not silent. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a female monk. I didn't realize they were female monks. I had no what idea. What is going on at this <laughs> Buddhist monk monastery in Albuquerque? Uh, we got men and women living together. We're shooting off illegal fireworks. Apparently, it's a big party. These Maybe are monks. Join. <laughs> Someone's getting their Buddha rubbed. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I welcome your letters. No.
<laughs> Dateline to Dallas, Texas. You know everything's bigger? Texas. Texas. Yeehaw. 61-year-old woman there wanted to join a 4th of July parade on her old beat-up tractor. Yes, you do. But parade officials said no, so she tried to join in anyway. <laughs> when the police tried to stop her at the barricade, she just gunned it. And instead of uh, making her way into the parade, she crashed into a fence. Oh, no. Ah, uh, there she goes. <laughs> There's two Nimrods watching the parade. He's like, hey, look at that lady on the bike. <laughs> well, here you go. Dateline of Florida, because it's always Florida. Florida. Man there caught on security cameras screaming firework sound, making firework sounds himself. He's not oh. shooting them off. He's tr- he's making firework sounds like poo-poo, poo-poo. Wait, what? Like he was, what? <laughs> you heard me. He's doing this in the middle of the night. This was his way of getting back at the people, letting off the real fireworks. <laughs> So maybe his neighbor did it 10, 11 o'clock at night. He That's goes out there at 3 in the morning, and he's going, poo-poo, poo-poo. <laughs> the dogs were barking, and we go outside, and and this guy is screaming, I mean, so loud. We <laughs> seemed to be upset that people were celebrating early. That's a lady who managed to get herself on the news <laughs> who had filmed. This. So she's the third neighbor involved in this. Pew-pew, pew-pew. That's a fun neighborhood, huh? It is fun. Not as exciting as living at the uh, Buddhist monk monastery no. in Albuquerque, but... No, Hallelujah, holla back. There's a video that's been floating around on social media. This guy is throwing a glider packed with fireworks, and of course, thing goes off. Oh, my god! There's a happy memory his son will never forget. Why would, why would he put them on a glider? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He's trying to recreate the Macy's fireworks. <laughs> And that's the best he can come up with. Wow. I still love you, Dad. You're welcome, America. Well, this one might take the cake. Let's go to Hudson, Ohio, because it's always Ohio. Ohio. Listen to this family. They're shooting off fireworks in the front yard, and one of the fireworks kind of shoots farther than they thought, ends up blowing up their neighbor's minivan. Oh, my gosh. Lands on top of it and causes a fireball. Oh my gosh. Hey, neighbor. Sorry about the car. <laughs> I love the last thing you can hear is you got to put it in the shoe. What? Dumb fireworks news. Did you see this story about the guy who's married to uh, Bevan Prince from One Tree Hill? No. I wasn't sure who she was, but I looked up, uh, I looked her up and I never recognized the face. She was on that uh, One Tree Hill uh, TV I show. the show. Her I, husband I is a guy named face. William, last name Friend, William Friend. Mm-hmm. And he passed away over the 4th of July weekend, age 33. We're getting new uh, info on this. He was uh, on a boat out in Wilmington, North Carolina, struck by lightning. You're kidding. Direct lightning strike to the head. Oh, my god! Died at 33. The event was reported to the National Lightning Safety Council, who did an investigation along with local authorities. They say they tried to revive him for uh, 20 minutes, but the lightning bolt struck him directly in the head, shut down his brain, and that was the end of William Friend. Oh, that's awful. Can you imagine that? One minute he's out on the boat, and the next minute... No, they always say, you know, your odds are better if you're on the water, but, like, to get struck by lightning is like a one in a billion chance. That's really... Be, I mean, there are people that are struck by lightning that do survive. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So not only the chance that you're struck by lightning, yeah. but it hits you such that it causes your nerves to shut down your brain to go. Yeah. I mean, that is unbelievable. That's really, really awful. Wow. wow. Now, they scary. do say the best place to be in a thunderstorm is in the car, right? Because the rubber is supposed to ground you, so you I can't... think so. I think so. I Yeah, I think that's right. I know that they say... My mom, who lives in Florida, they have frequent thunderstorms every single day almost every afternoon where there's crazy amounts of lightning yeah and she's the one who told me this and i didn't know this that if there's a thunderstorm you shouldn't take a shower because it can actually be charged through the the pipes because they're metal and you can be electrocuted in your own house if you're in the shower come on i swear i listen this is coming well, thanks from my for mom. giving me that to worry about this is coming from my mom so i don't know exactly it doesn't matter if it's coming from your mom this is but something then, i'm gonna think about but now she said when she moved to florida she was told that and so she told me i had no idea yeah, I don't know why this has nothing to do with lightning. I don't know why, but your, your mother telling you something like that reminds me of something my mother told me years ago. I was probably just starting to drive, 16, 17, right? And she said, you need to be careful when you go to the gas station because I read a story that, and who knows where this was. Yeah, yeah. They put a little needle with a poison on it. What? And if you click the, uh, you know, the little handle there to pump your gas. Yeah. 
she read that a needle fell down and pricked people's fingers, and there were oh. criminals that were doing this to inflict people with poison. I was like, is this is this, is this the Riddler's plot in the Batman? Like, <laughs> yeah, where did you hear that, That Ma? sounds like an urban legend. I'll I tell you know. what, every damn time the last 30 years I go to you the gas station, it. I'm like, is it in there? <laughs> well, I will never take a shower during a during a lightning storm, so I, I understand. It's those little things that your mom tells you. I can't um, listen. cannot imagine being struck by lightning, though. That's such a crazy... Yeah. Uh, now, have you ever seen a building that, uh, like all the, the Chrysler building, the Empire State Building, they got special gear up there yeah, to, so to conduct get... the electricity so it doesn't cause a fire in the mm-hmm. building, anything like that? And, and some radio stations will do this as well because we got those big towers. Yeah. I imagine a cell phone company does the same thing. Right. Where they put something to grab the electricity so it doesn't... Uh, matter of fact, I saw a video that uh, uh, Disney World does that. You know those castles? Oh, the Cinderella's yeah. Castle is That's one of the tallest structures in Florida where mm-hmm. there's all kinds of hurricanes and thunderstorms. Yeah. So they do that. But you work at some of these little dinky radio stations <laughs> and they don't spend the money to do that. I worked at a place and saw the thing get struck by light. It goes one of two ways. This is true. It can either... Well, I guess three ways. Maybe nothing will happen, but right. more than likely it'll knock you off the air. Right. But then there's the unlikely scenario that it boosts your power out for a brief period oh, of time. really? So it can send, like, all of a sudden a single a signal for a long <laughs> distance for a short period of time. I'm in Seattle. I'm listening to your station. <laughs> right. So yes. all, of, all of us used to kind of hope in the back of our mind we work during a thunderstorm <laughs> so they can hear your show for, like, five seconds That's for funny. a thousand miles out into the water. <laughs> also, this has nothing to do with nothing, but I just reminded myself of another good one. I was probably about the same age, 16, 17. I was working for a station in my hometown. It was 101.5. And I got a phone call from the people that work across the street. You know, the station where they talk all day long? Yes. They say insensitive things and do the traffic every five minutes. Uh-huh. Right? They called our building and said, you know, you've knocked us off the air. And back in the day, before we had computers that did this, you used to have to go and, and manually turn these knobs and get a reading as to how much power right, your radio right. station is putting out. And I did it wrong. I'm a teenager. And I turned it up or something. And I ended up putting out like 500% power. And I blew 101. You can do that? Yeah, I blew 101.5 off the air here in New Jersey. That's amazing. Just for a few, because I didn't realize. And I no looked idea. down and I went, oh, uh, no, everything looks normal here. I'm like, shit, 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 shit. Turn the knob back down. So that might have been when our boss, Bob, owned that radio station. So oh, that's funny. I'm going to make a point not to tell him that. Yeah, don't tell him that story. Wow. <laughs> we'll be getting my Christmas bonus. Right. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about a Christmas bonus in July, but time for hashtag mom. Wishful thinking. Clearly, we're putting in putting in a full effort today. Right. Friday of a short week. <laughs> Moms send these into us every day, 72920. We share them on the radio like this. At Water Polo, Paula said, My son has added, What exit is this and where does it go to his road trip repertoire? This joins Are We There Yet as things I never need to hear again. I'm going to call my next uh, cover band Road Trip Repertoire. <laughs> That's pretty good. That right? is pretty good. <laughs> Whitney Roth said, I told my tween son to spend 10 minutes cleaning his room. He then attempted to convince me for the next 20 minutes that he's too busy to clean his room. Yeah, he'll be doing that to the wife and he'll be doing it to the lady <laughs> at the old folks' home when he dies. Let me tell you. <laughs> Running Apples 50. 54 said, I would have been a way happier parent in the 80s when no one cared about sunblock and kids just drank from puddles or whatever. <laughs> we get a guy in the building who I won't mention, but he works at our sister station. Yes. And he said to me, he said, I'm an 80s dad. Yeah. I said, what's that mean? He means, I don't know anything about my kids. I don't even know if I've met my kids. <laughs> I go to work and bring home the paycheck. Yes, like, he did. He said that. All right, bud. Hashtag mom. <laughs> Throwing a little dad confession. Second hand. Yes. Every morning, 720 and 920. I'm doing fine, Robbie. How are you this morning? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for making some time for us. Absolutely. Well, it's an honor to uh, talk to you, Graham. Uh, you have a brand new uh, album coming out, Graham Nash Live, Songs for Beginners, Wild Tales. You're also performing at the fabulous Count Basie uh, here in the great Garden State. It is, uh, it's a thrill to get to talk to you, talk a little bit about the music. So let's start with the uh, with the new album. Uh, boy, there's a lot of tracks on here, too. I'm just uh, listening through. There's like 20 tracks on this album. Yeah, Um what I did was I, I, I did four shows with a complete band that I'd only worked with for a week. Wow. Uh, and I, um, we did four shows where I came out and did songs for beginners from start to finish, took an intermission, and then came back and did Wild Tales start to finish. I chose the, uh, the best uh, performances of each song, and I realized that I had a really uh, interesting live album, and, and that's what this live album is. Man, that's in, that's incredible. There must have been something in the water in England growing up, because I think of guys like yourself and Mick and Paul, you're all contemporaries, and you've got more energy than people even uh, a quarter your age. It's just amazing. Uh, well, the truth is that, you know, I value every second of my life, and I know I've had an incredible life. I, I realize that. 
But uh, I'm very grateful to be a musician all these years, and I'm very grateful that you know some of my music seems to have uh, lasted a, a few decades. Um, at 80 years old, I, I'm having a good time, and I'm trying to do as much as, as I can before I pass. Well, God bless you. Let's hope that's many, many, many years away. Let's go back and talk about, if you wouldn't mind, a couple of moments in your career that are kind of exciting to me as a music buff. Now, you sang uh, lead, people know this, for the Hollies for a while, and I believe the first single you did was a cover of that great blues song, Just One Look. Is that right? That was that was probably our third single. Okay. The first one we did was uh, Stay. Was that a cover of the Maurice Williams record? That's right. We, okay. did, that, we did that. That was our very first single, I think. You did sing lead on a cover of Just One Look, though, right? Am I making that up? No, I'm, I'm doing the high part, you okay. know, as, as I usually did with the Hollies. But uh, Alan Clark, who, um, as a matter of fact, uh, Robbie, I, I just sang on 10 tracks on uh, Alan Clark's new solo record, which I believe he wants to come out in October. So, uh, you know, Alan's been my oldest friend. I've known him since I was six years old. That means he's been my friend for 74 years. Wow. Man, that's amazing. Well, I love some of those uh, early cuts from the band, whoever the heck is singing uh, lead on them. Let me ask you about Carrie Ann. Any memories of that song that stick out, especially writing that song? Sure. That was originally written about Marianne Faithful, and we didn't have the balls to uh, call it Marianne, and so we, we made up this this name, and we called it Carrie Ann. Now, I don't know if people knew that, uh, it, you know, when it came out, that it was kind of like a veiled uh, love letter to her. Yes, it was. I mean, you know, who wasn't in love with Marianne Faithful? <laughs> yes, and uh, of course, had a big uh, hit single all her own. Uh, so you're going to be... Yes, you're going to be playing here. Oh, you know what? Let me ask you one more Holly's question. I'm sorry, Graham. i got so many questions for you because you've had such an amazing career. Is it true that uh, before we knew him as Elton John, that uh, Elton played with you guys? Is that true? Um, he did in 1966. Wow. Uh, we were uh, we were in the studio helping the Everly Brothers uh, do an album called Two Yanks in England. Um, <laughs> they wanted to do some Holly songs, and they did seven of them. The session musicians were uh, Reggie Dwight on piano. Sure. And became, of course, uh, Sir Alton John, um, and Jimmy Page on guitar, and John Paul Jones on bass. Man, that's can you imagine? I can't even fathom being in the room and having that happen. Uh, you, you said you know you've lived an amazing life, man. That is just un- unreal. Yeah, it, it's unreal. You know, I loved the Everly Brothers since I was fifteen years old. You know, and who couldn't who couldn't live the love the Everly Brothers? And I think you guys now once Crosby, Stills, Nash happened, I think you guys had you had to have been influenced by the kind of harmonies that guys like the Everly Brothers came before did when you guys are putting together songs like Teacher Children, Ohio. I could definitely hear that on some of the harmonies on a lot of the records yeah. from that period. Yeah, we, um, no matter what notes we sang, and anyone can sing the same notes as Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but you don't sound like me and David and Stephen when we made our three voices into one. Right. I mean, the, the harmonies are just, uh, you know, legendary, and it, it's going to be great to hear you. Tell us a little bit about what it's going to be like seeing you uh, at the Basie. What does your show look like today? Anything from the Hollies to the song I'm writing this morning. Because there are some artists that say, I don't want to play the old songs anymore. I get bored of them. You're not one of those guys. No. I, I realize how why people love those songs, and I want to let them know two things. One, I want to be there singing for them. And two, I'm going to sing it with the same passion that I sang, sang it when I first wrote those songs. I try and do them slightly different every single night, um, but I, I, I also love those songs, and so why not play them? Well, I'm going to go ahead and put in a request that you do stay for Maurice Williams, because I thought I was a fan of yours, and I don't know that I've, I've listened to that track, so I'm going to have to go back to the 1964 album and hear that. Yes. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's great to uh, talk to you. We're looking forward to the show. Again, the uh, brand-new live album is out as well. Graham Nash, an honor. Thank you for your time, sir. You're very welcome, Robbie. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Fun Fact Friday! Oh my God, in my hand, the envelope hermetically sealed, kept in Al Roker's pocket as he was pushing a button like those fireworks the other night. I don't don't think Al Roker was even there. I don't think so. We love Al Roker, so I thought I'd give him a shout out. These are facts that are fun. Things you don't really need to know, we Mm -hmm. just thought you'd like to know. Fun facts. Yes. Thomas Edison, right here in New Jersey, invented an electric pen back in 1876. It was later adapted to become the first tattoo machine. Wow. A few years later. Interesting. Thought he was inventing a pen. He invented a little <laughs> tattoo machine. Little tattoos. I love you, Mom. <laughs> Approximately 0.7% of the people in the world are drunk at any given moment. That's around 50 million people. <laughs> There's two in this room right now. Right now. <laughs> Early drafts of the Empire Strike Back. Uh, George Lucas was going to call Yoda Buffy. Buffy. Stupid name that would have been. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he changed that. <laughs> Your pinky. 
Don't make fun of your pinky. Your pinky is responsible for about half of your grip strength when you make a fist. Oh, really? Everybody's. Wow. Everybody even driving along is like, oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. The middle three do nothing. You ever try? <laughs> <laughs> the middle one's good for something. The other two can just go, I guess. Your little pinky's important. You ever try and hold something just with your pinky finger? Yeah. It's surprisingly strong. Yeah, you pick is, up a coffee cup and everything. Yeah. Thank you, pinky. <laughs> Do you pick up your coffee cup with your pinky sometimes? <laughs> yeah. Call me pinky, you could have done. Do not call me Buffy. The guy who designed Saddam Hussein's bunker in Iraq is the grandson of the woman who designed Hitler's bunker in Germany. Can't make that up. Because it's a family business. And by the or... way, both of them, horrifically bad mustaches, in yeah. addition to being suicidal assholes. That's so, true. That's there true. There you go. I got a real potty mouth today, don't you I? You do. It's a Friday thing. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. Of course, you can keep in touch with us all weekend long on all the socials at 1071theboss.com on demand. Or catch us wherever you get your podcasts. Search Robbie and Rochelle. Should pop up right there. We'll count down. Start at number five. There's a fan of Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi Cola. Mm-hmm. He is from Italy. He's broken the Guinness World Record for largest collection of Pepsi cans. His name is Christian Cavaletti, and here he is talking about why he loves Pepsi and has collected almost 13,000 cans. Whoa! I own more than 12,000 unique Pepsi cans. I also collect Coke cans because I use them to trade with other friends. Also Coke cans. That's so funny to me. He's a soda drinker. He likes a soda. I guess so. That's uh, He probably has a little case of diabetes. That's a lot of sugar. Yeah. I have all the Pepsi cans. No bigger Pepsi fan than me. I also have Coke cans. Yes, that's right. I love that. <laughs> Number four, a huge swarm of bees was found inside the mouth of a dinosaur statue at Wingham Wildlife Park in England. Oh, my gosh. What? Where are the bees? <laughs> Man, they got a lot of trouble there. They got the, the queen is getting older. They lost their prime minister. Now yeah. they got bees in statues. The bees have now been removed from the statue of a velociraptor and relocated to a bee sanctuary by beekeepers who were wow. called in specially for this event. I believe we have some audio of those beekeepers. Oh, no, not the bees! No, not the bees. that's not... No, that's Nicolas Cage. I'm sorry. That's, that's me when I see a bee. Just one single bee. Those were not the beekeepers. But. <laughs> Remember how I said everybody was uh, looking at their pinky and thinking about that? Yeah. Now everybody is thinking to themselves, I know what a velociraptor looks like. I saw the Lost World. <laughs> you don't know what a velociraptor looks like. I know what a velociraptor looks like. Don't screw around with me. Number three, Anson Williams. You remember him? He played Potsy on Happy oh, Days? Oh, yes. Yeah. He's running for mayor of his little small town. He lives in Ojai, California. He's now 72. The Fonz, Henry Winkler, who's been on the show. Yeah. He has. He has uh, tweeted that he will be voting for Anson. I'm not sure he's a resident of the town, but... Oh. Hi, I'm Ponce, and this is my good buddy, Fonz. I got to tell you, it was cool when Clint Eastwood did it. It's pretty sad when Potsy is running for mayor, Potsy okay? Potsy for mayor. I like it. I can see the posters now. Hey, Anson, I'll run and kick your ass. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Number two. Pictures have uh, resurfaced from Halloween 2003 of Khloe Kardashian dressed like a pimp and four African-American friends oh, on leashes. no. One of her friends, who is an African-American, Megan Good, said, well, mistakes were made. Why are the Kardashians not being canceled? Now, I'm certainly not defending anybody's behavior. No. But there are people that their whole lives or career ruined just for some stupid thing they did 20 years, yeah. 30 years ago. No one is offended by this? I, I think people are offended well, why by it. Why, why is the show still on the air? Why are they just going, oops, we made a mistake and it's fine for them. I don't Other know. Other people, their life is over. I don't know. What is it about the Kardashians? <laughs> They're like Teflon. I They're don't... very rich. They're very, very, very rich. Doesn't seem to make any difference. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that is awful. So that let's is. hashtag cancel the Kardashians. Can we do that? <laughs> I'm sure that's already been started. For the love of God. <laughs> what a horrendous, I'm not easily offended. That picture is horrible. Bye-bye. Bonus story for you. George Clooney, you're going to like this, the bat suit he wore in the Batman and Robin movie. Mm-hmm. You know, the one with the big bat nipples on it? Yes. it goes... Why did they put nipples on that? That was the only one that added on there, right? Well, because well, it's a bad movie. Why did they do that? Because <laughs> the people making that movie were morons. <laughs> it's going up for auction today. If you'd like to own the bat nipples, $40,000. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I would like to own the bat nipples. I'd be walking around. Not only you dress up like Batman, it's George Clooney's suit. With the nipples. With the bat nipples. Could you get like bat pasties? Yeah. <laughs> little tassels. <laughs> little tassels. Do, 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 do. I'm Batman. Hey, Potsy, you're a tool. I'm Clint Eastwood and I approve this message. Number one, Pamplona's Running of the Bulls is back after a two-year COVID hiatus this weekend. Oh, great. These must be the same people that made the Batman and Robin movie. Probably. So think about this. They volunteer to run... 
in a contained area uh-huh. by being chased by giant bulls. And many people are, you might think, oh, well, you know, it's silly. It's a, it is not silly. Mm. Many, if not most of the people running with the bulls are gored or injured they're in one injured. way or another, yeah, if or not killed. killed. Yeah, there are people a- that die at this regularly over the years. After a two-year break, the running of the bulls returns. It's so. one of those barbaric traditions that needs to go. It really does. Because then once they're done, they do the whole bull fight and they, they kill the bull. I mean, it's awful. It's a really an awful tradition that they have. Man, we sound like Rachel Maddow or something I'm today not sure. with all No, this, listen. I'm, all I, this complaining, but... I'm, <laughs> That one is just, people are getting hurt. You're killing the, but why? Like, can you guys just have tapa and call it good? <laughs> I'll tell you what we do. Get some tapas. Put on the bat nipples, have a little tapas, a couple of margaritas. <laughs> we'll be in business. No more of this running with the bulls. <laughs> also, screw you, Chloe Kardashian. You too, Potsy. Wow. Wow. What do you have against Potsy? I, I just, this is the best America has to offer as an elected official. Friggin' Potsy. Jeez. Couldn't even have Ralph Mouth. We get Potsy. Wow. Friday celebrity birthday filed Jaden Smith. That's uh, Will's daughter, son. Yeah, uh, Jaden is a son, the son. They yes. got weird names. I just don't know who's who. I got it. Willow is the daughter. Willow's the daughter. Jaden's yes. the son. He yes. was the karate kid. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's 24. Speaking of weird names, Milo Vintimiglia from This Is Us, mm-hmm. 45, Beck, Joan Osborne celebrating today, Kevin Bacon, he's 64, Angelica Houston, and Steve Lawrence, the great Steve Lawrence, still alive, he is 87 today. You know you're old and people here at your birthday and go, wow, still alive. <laughs> the Wall Street Journal celebrating its birthday today, it's 133 years old. Wow. I wish I'd read that when I was younger. Maybe I wouldn't be paying off. My credit cards. (laughs) Today is National Video Game Day, National Freezer Pop Day, and Collector Car Appreciation Day. Oh, that's cool. Buy yourself the Batmobile, get those bat nipples on. (laughs) Vroom, vroom, baby. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Presented this morning by our friends at Ashley. Ashley's Red, White, and Boom July 4th event extended. Shop huge discounts at Ashley in Central New Jersey. Let me say happy birthday to the Mr. Coffee. It is celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. The uh, company was founded a couple of years before that, but the Mr. Coffee Drip Coffee mm-hmm, Pot mm-hmm. that you probably uh, have used, if not this morning, at least <laughs> once or twice in your lifetime, sure. maybe at home, maybe at the office, yeah. came out 1972, so turning 50 this year. Wow. Ha- happy birthday, Mr. Coffee. That guy is thinking, in your opinion, what is the greatest invention of all time? Mm. And I'll tell you, Mr. Coffee is probably on that list. Maybe not number one, maybe not, but definitely up there because you just think of uh, how much more time it takes to do the French press sure. or one of those deals. Sure. And if you're a person on the go like we are, man, mm-hmm. there's nothing like a nice, fast, delicious cup of, a stinking hot cup of joe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What would you say the greatest invention of all time? I suppose the uh, personal computer is probably right up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. The wheel. The wheel. The wheel. <laughs> The wheel, yeah, fire. that was a good one. <laughs> fire, good job. Fire, <laughs> fire is a good. I mean, joking aside, fire is a good one. Right? Yeah, I was going to go like the GPS. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not necessarily the greatest invention uh, that appeals to you. We're saying, well, uh, it's in my opinion. Oh, so yeah. I did say that I am terrible with directions, yes. and I do remember starting to drive and not having a GPS, and that was not good. <laughs> no, I was uh, I was joking a few minutes ago about our friend uh, Van Dusen. Um, I don't know. He doesn't strike me as someone who's a, a handyman, per se, but he is really good with cars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about, because we've got the same uh, model car. We just got a new car, and he's got a, a similar car, a little bit older. So we were comparing, you know, how the engines right, and the right. interior and all of that have, have changed. No GPS in his car. Yeah. And I said, why would you not get the GPS? He's like, I don't need the GPS. He's got the Rand McNally map yeah. on his uh, passenger seat. Right. And, of course, I remember when I started driving, I didn't have the GPS. And then, I know. You, then you get those little Garmins, you know, that little thing. You yes, I do your, remember uh, those. You plug in the power for it and mm-hmm. the cigarette lighter. And then mm-hmm. eventually all the cars, it became standard that you get the, uh, the GPS get the screen. GPS. Right. But I said, what's that like not to have it? He said, well, I just try to, you know, try to remember where I'm going. And if I need it, I get the map right here. But you're right now, especially uh, yeah. in places you don't know. You're, you're lost without the GPS. Right. Yeah, I remember. Right, right, having to write out directions, and then if there was a road closure or something, I mean, I oh, was, yeah, it was awful. So, the GPS for me is huge. Also, the air fryer, <laughs> I air fry everything. Yeah. I love the air fryer. That was a wedding gift we got, it kind of changed your life a little Fantastic bit. Fantastic invention. I don't know who invented it, but thank you. I can't decide whether or not the internet is one of the greatest inventions or not, no. because it seems uh, on the whole, mm-hmm. while it has, of course, uh, connected everybody to knowledge at their <laughs> fingertips, I feel like on the whole, it has yeah. done more bad than good. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I don't know. How about air conditioning? That was a good one. Yeah? I I, I don't 
know how I would survive the summer without air conditioning. I mean, I do. I know I can. I have. Sure. But I used to sleep with ice bags under my, bags of ice underneath my pillow and stuff. I don't want to do that anymore. Like the GPS, that's another example of something where it really hasn't been that long. Uh-huh. That, you know, most of us didn't have an air conditioning. Certainly not the uh, central air like they've got most places right, now. One of those right. big high power units. Maybe it had like a little oscillating fan. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, when I went to, I was in high school. You yeah, know, we not didn't have that air. long ago. And right. we, didn't, we didn't have any air conditioning. And they just had that one little radiator for heat. It was, it was cold, too. It was terrible. How about and indoor plumbing, though? That's... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had indoor plumbing my whole life. That's what I'm saying. God, that's but... an older one, I guess. Okay. So I, thought, I thought you were implying I grew up in a Wild West or something <laughs> like that. Hey, Buffalo Bill, <laughs> go crap outside. <laughs> no. <laughs> You okay now? I was not implying that. I just, you said that one hasn't been around. And I, I named a GPS and an air fryer, which also have not been around that long. So how about, <laughs> how about indoor plumbing? Yeah. It's just funny. A lot of these are, are fairly yeah. recent. Okay? Yeah, they are. Your opinion, the greatest invention of all time as we celebrate Mr. Coffee's 50th birthday, as he said. She said. Brought to you by Ashley's Red, White, and Boom July 4th event, which has been extended. Shop huge discounts at Ashley in central New Jersey. We're celebrating the anniversary of Mr. Coffee. Mm-hmm. Might seem like kind of a silly invention, but you yeah. think about how it has changed the morning routine the whole day for some people. Yeah. So in your opinion, what is the greatest invention of all time, the greatest gadget, gizmo, technological advance. Kevin said the fridge, freezer. Imagine how much food used to be wasted. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's where really... the uh, term icebox came from. They said literally right. have a box of ice. Mm-hmm. Just throw their meat in there. James said booze <laughs> and, and the hard-boiled egg machine. I don't even know what that is, but I'm intrigued. Well, we know who he's starting his day, huh? <laughs> Little Jim Beam and eggs. And Tina said the car. Tacos and deodorant. Well, see, you know, some of these are interesting because if one could not come without the other, you know, the old expression, "What came first, the uh, the horse or the cart?" Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, the horse, you know, figuring out how to train a horse would have come before they hooked them up to a cart to pull the sure. uh, the horse and buggy. So I think the same thing is true. I said wheel before. Mm-hmm. Without the mm-hmm. wheel, there would be no car. Yeah. So what's the greater invention? Is it the car itself or is it the wheel? Mm. <laughs> Very deep. People are like, we don't listen to your stupid show for these kind of deep thoughts. <laughs> What is this, college? Come on. <laughs> How about the radio? That's a great that example. That's a great invention. Yeah. And that was kind of a one-of-a-kind thing at its time. Mm-hmm. Again, nothing really came before that that was like, or the record player. Yeah, absolutely. Or the telephone would be one. Yeah. And then that's, again, that uh, is it the telephone itself or is it the smartphone that does more than just make telephone calls? Mm. Your opinion, what's the greatest invention <laughs> of all time? 732-774-4444. you got to use one of those inventions to call us. Yes. Or to text us, same number. Again, all my lines are open. 774-4444 if you want to get in on this. Or you can go to Facebook. <laughs> Definitely not one of the greatest inventions no. of all time. Nope. But you type in 1071 The Boss. You can answer right there under the graphics. More of those coming up. He said. She said. Nick, you ready for the weekend? You got any good plans this weekend? What are you up to? Oh, oh yeah. Actually, it's my uh, mother-in-law's birthday. Oh, that's celebrating fun. Celebrating 60. So that's what we're doing. Okay, thanks for reminding me. You that better go get yourself a card, don't you think? <laughs> that wouldn't have been good, you know? I, I have to, to work on my memory there. Happy birthday, happy anniversary to Mr. Coffee. 50 this year. Got us thinking, in your opinion, what is the greatest invention of all time? Automatic coffee maker don't suck, mm-hmm. right? That's the greatest invention <laughs> of all time. That's your he said. She said. 732-774-4444. You can call us, text us, same number. All lines open right now. Need your help on this. 774-4444 or on Facebook next. Oh, my God. Is it here again? Really? I'll tell you what I need is more sleep and not another peep. I'm going to email my cell phone. You feel the same way? Gonna go see Thor? Certainly that won't be a bore. Chris Hemsworth showing his butt like it. Everybody's on your case. Driving you crazy. Whether it is the uh, email beeping, your text ringing. Boss is looking for you. Your spouse, your kids, your relatives, your idiot neighbor still shooting off the fireworks in the backyard. Well, there's only one thing to do, you know, because it is, after all, F-R-I-D-A-Y. Thank God it's Friday. So turn that radio knob as far up as it goes. No, I mean really. Get down close. Put your ear to the speaker. Turn that knob all the way up and get set to release the demons of the work wing. Oh! Yeah. Every single day, baby. That's right. 
Watch my smoke. I'm gone. I'm out. I'm blowing this here. Pop stand. This is the official Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Finally, Friday free. Oh! Lover boys on your radio. Talking about the uh, Mr. Coffee Machine. 50 years for celebrating its 50th anniversary. It's uh, 50th birthday, if you will. So in your opinion, what is the greatest invention of all time? Let's go to line three and talk to Joe on this. The thermos. The thermos. Hmm. The thermos. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got your Mr. Coffee, then you bring the thermos with you. Yeah, well, you put something cold in it, it stays cold. Or you put something hot in it, it stays hot if it works. Much like our Robbie and Rochelle mugs that Duncan did for us earlier this year. It's very true. Stays hot, stays cold, whatever you like. <laughs> You're using one right now. I am. You? I use it every single day. <laughs> and surely it's not just because it has my name on no, it. No, no. It's really easier for me to not uh, lose it, to keep track of it, because it's got my name on it. <laughs> this is mine. It it's, has my name on it. It's like when you would write, uh, remember mom always had that perfect handwriting in a Sharpie mm-hmm. marker? Yes. You write, write your name on your little lunchbox, you didn't Sharpie's lose it. Sharpie's a great invention, too. Before then, how did you write on things <laughs> like plastic or, I mean, it was, it was difficult. You couldn't use, uh, you, the Sharpie's a good invention. Well, they had uh, markers that uh, you well, could, Yeah, but they would wipe off. It wasn't a Sharpie. It was that big, fat, black marker. I think they had it in blue and red as well. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of. It and it smelled, smelled really real bad. bad. Yes, it smelled bad. I don't remember. I mean, the Sharpie it's... doesn't smell great, but it was worse than that. Yes, I know what you're and talking about. And it was one about. that had like a hole in the bottom yes. of it. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. They you don't see those terrible. in offices anymore. Those Because they smell terrible. Is that what it is? They're I probably, think so. <laughs> probably asbestos. Probably. In the pen or something like that. <laughs> Paul said the nail and screw. All right. All right. You can't that's, build stuff without the nail and screw. Yeah, that's true. Barron said sliced bread and the remote control. <laughs> the remote control was a fantastic invention for kids because I remember when I was a kid, my grandfather had one of those TVs where you had to click the two knobs. Yeah. So you do the first one to tune and then the second one. Now, to hang the on. Was this uh, built, uh, the knob that was built right into the mm-hmm. set? Okay. Yeah. So we had... Some people with the early cable, if you remember, there was this little, uh, it's like a wooden console. And you turn the knob on that thing. And that was early cable before you get oh, the digital okay. cable box. Well, I just remember he had the knobs and then he had the antennas. Yep. And I was his remote. So I was very thankful when the remote came along because it was whenever he wanted to change the channel or if it was a little fuzzy, sure. he'd, make, he'd just make me stand there. I'd have to stand by the by the TV where the antenna was because apparently it worked better when I was standing by the antenna. That's true to this day. If you still got <laughs> an old radio or something and you got fuzz or, you know, like in the garage, you put yeah. your hand on the antenna and it does make the reception a little bit better. Yeah. I am convinced that there are shows that today people have a shorter attention span. They just would not have been hits because you go back and you watch some of the, you know, Magnum P.I. Yeah. and these goofy shows from, you know, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. They would not have been hits because I think people are just too lazy to get up off the sofa. It's like, well, you know, leave it on. Yeah. You just watch the same channel all night long because you're too lazy to get up. It's true. You had to get up and change the knobs. So I think with the on-demand and, of course, with the remote uh-huh. control, it's a lot easier to so it, uh, change adventure. a channel like that. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, in our uh, TikTok right now, we have a picture of... Uh, I have an old black and white TV that I just can't get myself to turn away. It's got uh, it's got a little knob for power, mm-hmm. and you turn keep turning it. That's the volume. Then you get another one for the tone of the picture, whether you want brighter or darker. Right. And then it's got the VHF and the UHF, and it's got the, just the single antenna. It's like a beach Does TV. Does it even work? Well, it it does. It turns on. It would work, but I'd have to get the adapter for the digital TV oh, now. Oh, okay. Because all the TV stations are digital, mm-hmm. which is a whole other thing. I was like, you know, like Channel 4 still calls itself Channel 4, but because it's digital, it's actually Channel 10. It's weird. So. Oh, that's confusing. But there's nothing wrong with that little TV, and that's why I hate to throw it away. You mm-hmm. know? But it's got those knobs, just like you're talking about with your grandpa. Very so. strange. What's the greatest invention of all time? Perhaps you agree with Mr. Coffee celebrating its <laughs> 50th birthday this week. 732-774-4444. If you want to text it in, we'll still take some of those. You can always do it on our Facebook, 1071 The Boss.